Hello everyone, welcome back to the new episode of Spark to Sport. Today, I have someone quite exceptional in the studio with me. Um, she represented her country at an international level in three different sporting disciplines in 2019. She already competed all over the globe and won a Junior Athlete of the Year for the second time in a row last year with Triathlon Island. She can already write a book on her achievement and her experience. She's only 19. She's uh, one of those athletes who already have an incredible amount of achievements. Maeve Gallagher, welcome to the studio. Thank How you. How is that for an introduction? It was very good. <laughs> it was very good. Thank you. So um, you are a UCC student athlete. You grew up in Swinford, County Mayo, County Mayo. which is apparently, it, uh, I had a brief look online. Uh, you re recorded a clip, I think it was with the HSE on COVID-19. Yeah. And they put a few clips of uh, Mayo. It's beautiful over there. Sure, it's, it's the best county in Ireland. It's <laughs> absolutely <laughs> yeah, absolutely stunning. Um, so you're coming from a sporting family. Um, but before we dig a little bit about your upbringing and your competition and all that, I mean, I had a quick look um, at your achievements. Just to give a brief summary. Uh, cycling, Youth Olympics, World Championship in 2019, Athletics, European Cross Country in Lisbon in 2019, Triathlon, you competed in Romania, Greece, Holland, Kazan in Russia. You won the African Cup in Dakar. I mean, come on, that's insane. At 19 already? Mm -hmm. I mean, how do you do that? <laughs> <laughs> What's in the water in <laughs> County Mayo? I mean, come on. <laughs> I can't tell you that now. And uh, last August, you uh, competed in the Olympic test event in Tokyo mm -hmm. for Triathlon Islands. Yeah. So just to bring back a little bit to your upbringing, so uh, sporting family, you played a little bit of everything, basketball, soccer, Gaelic, Gaelic, yeah. what else? Um, no, I played, I played all the team sports. Okay. My dad was involved in the Mayo team. Mm -hmm. He was a selector with them. So I got involved in Gaelic, of course, and then soccer, basketball, as you said. And then along with that, I did Irish dancing, athletics, just everything outside. You, you did athletics as a, as a teenager, and but then you yeah. moved on to swimming and cycling mm -hmm. while still doing running. Um, why did you decide to put us three together? Did someone brought you and say, look, you should try tri triathlon, it's really cool. Yeah, it was in my first year in secondary school. I loved running, so that was my favorite. Mm -hmm. So I kept that going. And then I found I was getting injured from the Gaelic and soccer because I was quite small and I'd say skinny. So I was getting kind of pushed around mm -hmm. and I decided to keep going with the athletics. And my one of my teachers in secondary school, Lorraine Carey, she was a world duathlon champion. So she introduced me to triathlons and she was like, Maeve, you know, you can run, you can cycle. So if you just start swimming, you can put three together and there you go. And that's when it, that's kind of where it all started. Mm -hmm. Went to my first triathlon and kind of started from there. I won and <laughs> it was only a small schools race, but it was a starting point. And when did you start realizing that, yeah, there's something in there? I, I'm, I'm doing well. I'm going to take that seriously. Um. Well, I kind of just went to the first first kind of small school races. <clears throat> and then there was a an emerging talent program that Triathlon Ireland set up where they took they took a few young athletes from around the country and 
it was amazing like they just brought us together on training days and we'd kind of learn different things about the sport mm-hmm. and they kind of built it up from there and then I got to go to a few European races and that's when I really started to realise that I think triathlon's for me. Triathlon, it is quite a, a specific sport because the volume is, training volume is extremely high. The demand is extremely high. You you know, for a lot of athletes, you know, competing in one sport is hard enough. <laughs> you compete in three. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so tough. what do you think is the driver? I mean, you know, when as a young person, you show depth and skill in the sport and, uh, you know, from an early age, and I guess people ask you that already. Where do you think the drive is coming from? It's coming from myself because I would say I'm very competitive. So I like I like to do well. And it's definitely my family have definitely been a big influence. Um, my parents, of course, they're both very sporty and coming from sporting backgrounds. It's what I grew up with. Mm-hmm. And then my I have two cousins, actually, and they've both gone to the Olympics. So Katrina and Sinead Jennings, they've both gone to the Olympics in Rio and London. Mm -hmm. So the environment that I've been surrounded with since I was young, they've kind of influenced me and then myself as well. So it's one thing to be in this environment, but how do you deal with the pressure? The expectation? Yeah, well, as my dad says, pressure's for tires. So (laughs) I try not to I try not to focus on the pressure. Um, But yeah, it can be difficult um, if there's expectations on you. But I try not to think of that. Let, let's go back to, for example, uh, just to contextualize it, one of the race that you did recently in uh, Yorkshire. I think it was the World Cycling. Yeah, the World Championships. The World Championship. Do you, would you like to describe what happened in that race? Yeah, that was that was eventful to say the least. That was um, my last year junior. That was last year, mm-hmm. September. It was a 90 kilometer road race. And there was about 100 girls in the race. Um, it was a flat course and I quite like hilly courses because the bunch gets split up, as you know, and it's not as dangerous. But we were going along a really fast road anyway on the flat course and there was a crash. So unfortunately, I came off in the crash and I was in the ditch. You kind of just jump on your back bike initially. The mm-hmm. adrenaline just starts going. And then I was just chasing back onto the main group. I got back onto the main group and I tried to calm down. There's about 20k to go. And the bunch got smaller, there's about 25 of us. And then coming up to the last about 200 meters, um, there was 25 of us there and I was like, sure, I'll just give it a shot, try and try and sprint um, for a medal. And then there was another crash. And unfortunately, I was on the wrong side of the road and got taken out again, um, just grabbed the bike and then just sprinted across the line with whatever was left in my jersey and bike and there's a, there's a picture yeah. I came across um, on Instagram where there's uh, the, cr- the crash 100 meter from the line I think there's a girl from Sweden um, she's just beside you mm-hmm. and yeah. she the contrast between the two of you is quite uh, quite incredible she is uh, sitting down head between the knees <laughs> probably crying <laughs> she probably was <laughs> crying but you you can see the rage the de- determination or grabbing that back um, that bike out of the pile of metal <laughs> and you know ripping that out and you could see no I'm not down and it's, I go back to the drive the drive is there it's I think I was just mad that I was thinking why did this have to happen to me I was like I need to finish out of all things I can't just I'm not just going to sit here and 
yeah like not finished you're only 100 meters from the line so i suppose everything kind of blanked over and the adrenaline just brings you across the line mm-hmm. yeah. any time of um i know with the covid19 you know probably threw a little bit of a spanner on your, your training <laughs> like everyone yeah <laughs> like everyone uh, can you give us a little bit of insight about what is a day or week in the life of Maeve Gallagher? Yeah, during COVID, the first lockdown, that was difficult. Yeah. Um, for As every athlete probably knows, it was really hard to, to adapt and find new things to do. So for me, the cycling and running side of things was fine because my family, I have three brothers and they're all really good cyclists and runners. And my dad, of course, as well. Can't forget to mention him. He, I'd go training with them on the bike. And then we set up actually, we set up a field, a field cycling course outside mm-hmm. our house, which was like muck and everything. So that was a bit of fun. And then in terms of the swimming, there was actually, we were able to get a lake. Well, we didn't make the lake, but the lake was beside our house. So we were able to travel there and do some open water swimming, Okay. which was, it was cold at the start, <laughs> but it was better than, it was better than nothing. Uh-huh. Um, so for the first lockdown, it was it was difficult, but I actually I liked not competing for a bit and just getting that training in mm-hmm. the consistency. So for that, I'm actually proud of myself how we adapted. And I think after the first, correct me if I'm wrong. Did you compete in uh, Hamburg? That was September. Yeah, no, septem- September. Yeah. So after the first lockdown. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you went to Hamburg at the age of 18, 19. 18, because uh, you're born in September. 18, yeah. 18. My birthday was the week after, yeah. 18. And you were the youngest athlete in the race. And yeah. it was the elite world championship in Hamburg. How did you get on over there? After the lockdown, that after was, such a long yeah. period of, you know, different style of training, different level of stress and stimulus. How was it to be involved in that? Yeah, I found out, I only found out the event was only, um, it was only definitely going ahead about three weeks before. So I only had two weeks notice, I'd say. And at first, this was the elite world championships. So there's girls there that mm-hmm. are going to the Olympics next year and they're going to be they're going to be winning medals. So going from junior straight up to elite after a lockdown like that, my initial thoughts was, oh, my God, am I actually getting asked to go to this? Uh-huh. Um, but the race itself was I was kind of going in with the mindset that I am the youngest here, so okay. it's more of a learning. I wasn't going there to get a medal or there was no pressure on me to do well. So it was probably one of the best races I've gone to before, like lining up beside the girls that I look up to mm-hmm. all the time. And the amount of things I learned from it, it'll definitely help me going forward in races against them. So what's the plan now? What are you aiming plan. for? <laughs> What's yeah. the big plan for the next six to eight months? Um, the plan now, well, definitely the World Championships next year in triathlon. If they go ahead, they're in Bermuda. So I'm hoping to go to them, okay. which would be nice. And then there'll be some races at home in Ireland, different All-Ireland Championships um, that I'd like to do well in. And then... I don't know what else would be coming up. There'll probably be European races mm-hmm. and different things, but the calendar isn't really set in stone yet. And in, in terms of Olympics, you're aiming for Paris. Paris is more realistic for me, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think so, yeah. And if we talk about high performance, what is high performance to you? High performance? Um, I don't know, that's a difficult question. 
Because I mean, you know, you're immersed in this environment, which is kind of there's no room, there's no margin for error, yeah, and because not. it's such an intense training, so intense in terms of volume, in terms of training, and, and and all that. So, you know, what is this kind of high performance to you? Is it organization? Is it uh, attention to details? Is it communication with the yeah. coach all the time? What is it? I think it's a number of things. It's those things you mentioned, and then it's motivation it's um it's your own self-discipline um and it's the people around you as well like you can't you can't survive in this sport without good good family members good coaches good backup you just can't as you said like the training volume is really high you have to train two or three times a day every day and you just need people around you to to make you succeed so how do you balance that with uh, pharmacy? Because you're studying pharmacy here yeah. in UCC, uh, which is, you know, it's quite demanding as well. And yeah, it is. So yeah. how do you, like, what's first things, what do you do when you wake up? What, what time do you wake up? Do you train right away? What, what do you do? Um, yeah, so the, it's difficult enough balancing the degree in the sport. Mm -hmm. But I think leaving sir kind of taught me that I'm good at managing my time. So if I have an hour to study, I need to get it done don't have time to waste so I would wake up and probably wake up maybe six and do an hour and a half study before I go swimming or something in the morning then come back maybe do some live lectures or different things that are on as we're all online at the moment mm -hmm. and then go training in the middle of the day come back do more work and then the evening I try and relax the evening do yeah. you do do you do you do any kind of mindfulness, yoga, to allow you to kind of get a little bit of perspective or to ground yourself? No, I've never. I used to do a bit of yoga over lockdown, mm -hmm. but I find once everything starts coming back and I feel like sometimes those things almost get left behind. Mindfulness and yoga, you're just so busy all the time mm -hmm. that you just never stop and actually take things in. It's something that I'd like to try and get back into. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. You are quite active in promoting sports. Uh, you, I was looking at it that you know you open marathon uh, in Mayo, and you've been involved in different yeah. clubs as a speaker and, and all that. Uh, even in your own sports, uh, I think you uh, launched try uh, triathlete for women. Try a try, yeah. Try a try. My <laughs> mom did that actually. Oh, did yeah, <laughs> she did last year. She did her first triathlon. <laughs> and you know, right now it's quite difficult for um, teenagers and young adults to be involved in sports because there's a lockdown and it's hard to, you know, to play, take part in team sports and to have this very mm, it is, basic yeah. human connection that everybody craves. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, so. What would you say to there's a young teenager that's listening to us and they cannot partake in basketball? You know, it, it, it's hard to. Partake. It is really so difficult. It is really, really yeah. difficult, and you need, you know, it, it's difficult, difficult not to crack up. Basically, what would you say to them? That it's going to end. That your friends aren't going anywhere. Your friends that you meet in basketball or football, the friends that I've met throughout my sport are probably friends that I'll have for life. So those friends are not going to go anywhere. This lockdown is going to end. It has ended yesterday. So you're going to see your friends and just to try and stay positive, give them a call. I find that sometimes even texting isn't the same. If you just ring up someone and give them a call, you know, there they are. Or even go for a walk, go for 
just try and get out in the air and just try and stay positive. I think that's the main thing. Mm -hmm. Do you, um, in your own spot, do you train with other triathletes or do you train by yourself? Um, I train with, well, I'm with separate swimming, cycling mm -hmm. and running clubs. So I train with Casper Swimming Club. They're very good. My coach, Marion there, Marion English, she's amazing. So I train with swimmers on that side. And then for running, I actually, my younger brother is actually a really good runner. Okay. Um, so I train with them, Sinfred Athletics Club for running and then cycling. Cycling, I mostly just train with my, my family, my mm -hmm. brothers and my dad. Yeah. And um, just a few more questions before we wrap it up. Um, you've been all over the world. I yeah. mean, <laughs> you know, that's, <laughs> the list is quite impressive. From all the places you competed, which one's your favorite? I knew you were going to ask me that. <laughs> <laughs> People always ask me, and um, because it's such like it changes. At 19 years of age, you look at the thing. It's like you know, yeah, I went to Dakar in Africa. I went to Russia. I went to you know Tokyo. Yeah, it's quite it's quite impressive to have that list already. Um, Austria was really nice. Okay. I went to Innsbruck in Austria for the World Championship cycling two years ago. Mm -hmm. That was probably one of my favorites. Just the Alps mm -hmm. and everything. It was just a beautiful town and that that stayed in my mind, yeah. I mean, Australia and Switzerland, it's, the, the scenery is outstanding. Oh, it's amazing. It's breathtaking. It's it gorgeous. It's breathtaking. And how was it to compete in Tokyo on that, on that track? On the Olympic course for yes. next year, yeah. How is it? How's the, how's the course? How, is it a difficult course? Is it? Um, the one thing I noticed was the water was like jumping into a hot bath. Really? Yeah, the water was insanely hot. So you're jumping in there, it's roasting hot. Then you get out onto the bike, which is in 35 degree heat mm -hmm. already. So I think any athlete that is going to Tokyo, you have to be well climatized to the heat. Um, mm -hmm. And the course itself is, it's a nice course. Yeah, it's flat, just okay. in around the city. So it'll be a good place for spectators. And how is Japan yeah. by itself? Did you enjoy the experience over there? Yeah, it was amazing. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Oh, it was really good. Yeah. Tokyo is definitely a place that I'd like to go back and see more of because it's so big mm -hmm. that you can only see so much in a week along with training and competing out there. I everyone that talked to have been to Japan said that that country is amazing. Yeah, it's it is. It's so different. It's like a different world over there. Absolutely, a different world, different behavior. Yeah, uh, the people are lovely as the well. The people, the food, <laughs> the food is <laughs> <laughs> absolutely incredible. Um, what, if you had to, you know, meet Maeve Gallagher of like 13, 14, training, starting to train in triathlon, what would you say to her? Age, at age 13, okay. Yeah. Um, well, just when you're starting to train, oh, you know, um, what would you say to her? that you've so many opportunities ahead of you if you just keep going and you know at that age you just try to take everything way too seriously um i just tell her to enjoy every second of it taking and just and just do what she wants to do taking too seriously because is it in your nature because you're very very competitive so is it kind of love to win or hate to lose what is it Love to win. Love to win. <laughs> yeah. So what happens when something doesn't go your way? No, I'm not a sore loser. I think if something doesn't go my way. Yeah, no, not saying a sore loser, but if something doesn't go your way, how do you reflect on how to get better the next time? No, I'd be quite good at saying, you know what, that wasn't my best day or I didn't feel good there. 
um, I try not to drastically change things. Okay. You know, if something doesn't go right, there's no point trying to change everything you've ever done because of that one performance. So I think one day is just one bad performance. Um, I try not to overthink it and then just maybe move on and say, find the things you did wrong and then just try and improve on them. Do you, what's your process? Do you break it down with your coach or do you yeah. go single-handedly yourself over it first and then you talk with your coach about Yeah, it? I do both. I kind of look at it myself, like reflect by myself, even the day of the race um, or the day after, just reflect on it yourself. Um, I like to like jot down a few points, um, a few like just small things that you think could have changed um, and then discuss it with my coach or, or my dad or someone just to speak it out in the open. I think that helps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, so what's the plan for Christmas? Are you still going to train over Christmas? Are you taking yeah, the time of course. Off? <laughs> <laughs> no, I love training over Christmas. Um, yeah, I'll get back into the swimming now. Mm-hmm. Um, cycling, running. Yeah, I just keep training over Christmas. Um, and sure. Did you have yeah. to stop your swimming over the past couple of weeks? Well, I had to stop it for one week. And then actually the people in Mayo.ie pool, Andy Morin, he's really good friends with my dad. Um, I was able to get into the pool there which was, it was such a lifesaver. Um, and then, yeah, I'll be able to train with the club through the next couple of weeks, which will which will be helpful. Okay. Yeah. Um, one more question before we wrap it up. Usually finish with the same question with all the guests. Can you give me um, reasons for positivity for the next six months? Reasons for positivity. You only have one life. So you might as well try and enjoy every moment of it because Sometimes it's easy to get complacent and think that you're in a world full of badness and darkness, but sometimes you're in a better position than others and just trying to appreciate what you have. That's something I've been trying to do, just trying to appreciate what you have and just try and stay positive. Maeve, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank no you so much. Thanks no a bother. lot. <laughs> All right, take care. Bye. Bye, thank you.